0: You are now listening to Out of This World, a podcast with Rashad Wisdom. All right, we are back with episode three of Out of This World. I am Sean. I'm here with... Rashad. Yo. Yo. And we are back, episode three. So we've made it through two episodes. So far, we got nothing but good feedback.
1: A lot of good feedback, a lot of good love.
0: And man, episode three, I'm I'm having a good time doing this. So Rashad came over here today. I'm just sitting in the living room, right, watching YouTube, watching Ball is Life. Ball is life. And if you haven't watched it, that's uh that's when like some street ballers are like playing basketball on YouTube <laughs> and they're out there going hard. Some of these guys don't have arms. They're still out here making making moves and, and making buckets. They're really the
1: coldest ones, the ones that only have one arm.
0: And it leads me to this, Rashad. Can you hoop?
1: <laughs> I can most definitely hoop.
0: No, like can you hoop though? Like can no, you like I can,
1: score? I get out there and get buckets. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you my philosophy. I'm a true point guard. So no, there, n- no uh, blood, no foul. Is I just go, out, I just go out there. I set up my teammates. I get, I drop off dimes, and then I go and guard the best player on the opposite team and lock him up. And he yeah, doesn't so score.
0: so I can tell you're not that good of a basketball player <laughs> by your statement right now. No I'm great a true point guard. No great basketball player. In their first sentence, when you ask them, "Hey man, can you ball?" they start talking about how they defend. Nobody who's a good basketball player talks about their defense. That's how you know you're not a true hooper. That's not true at all. Okay, if I saw LeBron walking down the street, hey, LeBron, man, you you got a good game, man. Tell me about the game. You think about, well, listen, sometimes I defend. Sometimes I slide my feet and I get in front of people. I keep my hands up. You know, sometimes I get steals.
1: That's a part of the game. That's what I do. That's what I I excel at. I'll I'll go drop a bucket if I really need to here and there, but I'd rather go set up my teammates. You know, set up open shots for them. Drop off a cold dime behind the back. Let them score. I'm more of a. I'm a team player. I'm not a. I, I'm not. I don't put the I in team.
0: You put the bench in team. Yep. You sitting on the bench. You, <laughs> you, Draymond Green. That's not true. I get you picked coming up. in the game. I get picked up.
1: I, okay. I'm I sure get you did. Up. You. So I got to the... make sure I walk in the gym first, though. If I don't walk in the gym first. <laughs> Then I'm just I'm like well, I guess I'm not getting picked up today. So you out. get
0: picked up when nobody
1: else is there? <laughs> yeah, I got to make sure I'm there early. Bro, you're strategic. <laughs> got to make sure I'm there first. That's that's strategy. But I get picked up, though. Don't sleep.
0: Well, that's good. Well, if, if you get a chance, make sure y'all check out Baller's is Life because it's fun. I sit there and I'm just watching all night long, just watching these guys hoop and argue with each other. I have to bring some hooping videos to the YouTube channel.
1: Just a thought. Just a thought.
0: We might need to do that. You know what Ball is Life is for a guy? A ball is life is like housewives to women. I'm sitting like cause I I'm sitting there, I'm getting like a I'm getting a release from it. You know, I don't get to act like that no more. I don't get to yell and scream and, and act like I'm gonna fight everybody and shoot jumpers. Just old, I'm just
1: old now, so I go hoop. I go hoop. <laughs> you can't do it no more, so you gotta watch other people do it. So
0: so you shouldn't be hooping, by the way. Because <laughs> you know, you're you're playing college football, you don't want to get hurt. And speaking of college football this week you got nominated for a couple of uh, uh awards. Well, at least you were put on the watch list for a few awards.
1: I, I was. I was big honors, really big honors. Which awards were that? Um the I'm ai feel like I'm a butcher this the one. Berliknikov? The Berliknikov? You're going to get the Berliknikov? I could get the Blinikov. I but could. That's for the best wide receiver though. Yep. Shout out to Zakari Franklin. I believe he was put up for that one this week. Oh, was he? I think he was.
0: Congratulations, Zakari.
1: Um the bednerick i probably butchered that the bangerick okay the, i probably butchered that and who's that for um the best college defensive player in the nation okay that well that would be
0: big you pulled that off i saw you got nominated for the jim thorpe award jim thorpe, best db in the nation see that that's funny because when i was uh i'm thinking like back when myspace so like if you looked at my myspace right now It's probably the same as when I left it in 2006 or wherever the the time period might have been. My bio and my MySpace—I still remember it. I don't remember my top eight, but I remember my bio. In my bio, all it said was "Future Jim Thorpe." Saying your expectations high, very high, trying to shoot for the stars. Yeah, I was never out of this world. I was never on anybody's list. I wasn't wasn't on a watch list. They might have put me on the forget list, like don't watch, like look out for list. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, congratulations being on that. That's a big deal, I man. I appreciate
1: it. Now we just got to, you know, try to go get it. But, you know, I feel like it's going to be a good season coming up. And I'm going to just let, you know, all the work I put in this offseason and just all the work period, you know, leading up to this point, I'm just let it speak for itself just, just off, just, this season coming up. Nice. I saw earlier this week. Uh, someone
0: who bought one of your first NFTs made a YouTube video on why he bought it. Sure did. And I thought that made a lot of sense to tell people why. Because a lot of people aren't in the crypto world. Today, Bitcoin ran up to 40K and then started falling because, you know, there were rumors that Amazon
1: was going to start accepting crypto. I, I was trying to get up in that, man. I, was, I, I barely missed it. that whole day yesterday, I'm thinking, I'm like, man, I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, I should get in. I should get in. And I just didn't pull the trigger. And the next thing you know, I'm looking at it at night. That thing shot up. So I'm like, oh, God, dog. So let's, but, you let's, know, let's you know, get into crypto. Yeah, you know, not too many people know about crypto. And, you know, I know when people ask me about NFTs, you know, I only have a brief little explanation, you know, a little, little simplified. And I know you kind of specialize in all this stuff. So why don't you go ahead and explain to people kind of, you know, a little bit about crypto and, you know, NFTs as well.
0: Wait, you want me to tell the people about I NFTs? want you
1: to tell the people. I want you to tell the world. Okay. You know, like. I need an out of this world explanation of what crypto and NFTs are.
0: Okay, well, if I'm gonna do that, if I'm gonna explain NFTs, if I'm gonna explain the importance of crypto and what the main goal of crypto is, I'm gonna need to get in the zone. So just, just give, give me a second. Huh?
1: Oh yeah, here we go. Computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. I'm feeling it, it now. Oh yeah. Computer <laughs> Okay. Okay. Computer love. All right. I'm about ready now.
1: Computer love.
0: <laughs> okay. So. So NFTs, yes, break it down, and I, and I know it's it's very popular. A lot of people are hearing about it, but nobody really explains why it's a thing. People are like, "Why would I want some
1: type of digital collectible?" So first, what what does NFT stand for?
0: NFT stands for non fungible token. Non fungible token, and and the way that we used NFTs. So when I help you develop yours, what an NFT is in in your circumstance is a digital collectible. Mm-hmm. So, Rashad, when you were eight, do you remember Pokemon? Yes, I do. Do you remember going to the movies to watch a Pokemon movie? Barely. Do you remember what they would give you if you went to go watch the Pokemon movie in theaters? I'm going to say a Pokemon card. They would give you a Pokemon card. So, (sighs) I think I'm going to start with that because I think cards are the perfect, perfect simile or, or analogy for what an NFT could be in physical form. I so, get to collect Pokemon cards and
1: football cards. Exactly.
0: So, so also, have you ever watched a show called Pawn Stars? Yeah, <laughs> of course. And you see, <laughs> like, well, somebody will bring in, like, a Civil War uh, relic or they'll bring in, like, an old samurai sword and they'll put it on the table, like, this is worth a lot of money. Trust me. And then they'll look at it, and they're not experts in samurai swords, so they'll say, oh, I'm going to call some old guy to come in and look at it, and whatever he says, I'll just take as his word and just believe whatever valuation some random person gives me on this collectible, and I'll just say that's what it's worth. Yep. And when they do that, they also bring those people in to verify the authenticity of this item. And they'll usually just say, oh, back in the 1800s, the, they only used uh, a switchblade. So you can tell here that this was switchblade made, and
1: uh, it's probably authentic. <laughs> they do be knowing. They do be know what they're talking about. So you think,
0: <laughs> right? They could just be making that thing <laughs> completely <laughs> up. So right now, if if you looked up, like, the value of a Charizard card, If I put a Charizard card in front of you right now and said, hey, this is authentic, how would you verify that it was real? You would have to trust somebody's, you know, hopefully you're an expert and you know what's happening and boom. So what an NFT does is it makes something like a Charizard card, whatever you want to make as a digital collectible, it is always verifiable because it's on the blockchain.
1: Okay. Okay. So explain what a blockchain is.
0: So what a blockchain is. A blockchain is nothing more than a ledger. And by ledger, I mean it keeps track of everything that happens. It's just a record of everything that happens. Mm-hmm. And it can't create a new block without verifying every block before it. Okay. So it's very hard to falsify. Okay. Right. So it's almost immutable. So what they use blockchain for is it's the best form of an immutable ledger that we have. So what it means is you cannot falsify anything. So it can't be fake. It can't be fake. So right now, the NFTs we made for you, we made 39 of them. Yep. Right? You can verify that there's only 39 ever made on the blockchain. Yep. Right? So there would never be 40. There would never be 41. So right now, if I had a Charizard card, we don't know how many are made in the world. We'd hopefully have to do some research. And usually, you find out the value of a collectible by how many are available. Okay. Okay. So right now, let's even say they made 10,000 Charizard cards. That's where you would start to to verify how valuable this card is now. There's 10,000 of them in the whole world, so I know I have one of 10,000. The rarity of it. Exactly. What if, what if 50 of them get lost? You don't know that. You'll never know that. You know, what if at some point you have the only Charizard card? But you don't know that because you just knew that 10,000 were made. What if 9,000 burned in a fire or something? Yeah. When it comes to NFTs, you know how many are made. You know where they are because you could follow them by wallet on the blockchain.
1: So it's like having a GPS attached to it.
0: Exactly. And you never have to ask questions around authenticity. If it's on the blockchain, it's real. It's real. Right. So also for you. So the NFT we made for you right now, you're going into your junior football season. Right? Someone buys that NFT. It's Rashad Wisdom's first ever NFT. Yep. They buy it now. It cost them, I think I made it like a quarter of an Ethereum, which was like $300. You go on to become Brian Dawkins or, or some other big time safety. You go to the Hall of Fame or something. Back in the day when they would collect rookie cards, you had to hope that hopefully I kept track of it. Hopefully it's in mint condition. Hopefully I did all these things to not damage it. Hopefully I, I can I can recall it, and hopefully I can verify it's real to whoever wants to buy it. Mm-hmm. But when it's on the blockchain, at any point, 20 years from now, I can go look in the blockchain and be like, oh, there are only 39 made. The, the one that I'm looking at right now is real. It's verified in the blockchain. It was purchased for a quarter of an Ethereum then when Rashad was just a sophomore hoping to be a Jim Thorpe award winner. And now as you continue to build your brand, the value of your NFTs goes up. So it's almost like you're rewarding the people who are supporting you earliest. You're giving them almost a tokenized version of like stock in you. Yeah. You know, as I increase in value, what you bought from me that I created will also increase in value. And now you're growing with me. Okay. So that's essentially why, when I was looking at something we can make for you, I wanted to make sure we did the NFT because I felt like it wasn't so much just given to you as much as it was giving other people an opportunity. And that's essentially all I was trying to do. But I don't want to get too deep. You know, crypto gets deep. It gets, <laughs> gets real deep. <laughs> and yeah. and to be honest with y'all, I explained the whole thing of NFTs and crypto and me and Rashad got lost in the sauce. We had to delete it. Like, man, this is too deep.
1: Too, too deep. <laughs> like, I was started getting lost. I was like, man, I don't even – I can't even keep up with all this. But it, it is – this is definitely going to be the future for sure. And, um, you know, I feel like feel like a lot of people are slowly starting to get, in, get into it. I know I have a lot of teammates and stuff that are – that try to, like, invest into crypto and things, you know, things of that nature. I try to get into it a little bit, but – um, you know, I definitely think it's gonna be the future for sure. I think we're gonna have to eventually, you know, evolve and in, into you know that that space.
0: So all your friends are into it too.
1: I got like, a few. Do, do they understand it? Or are they like
0: to the moon? Like Dogecoin, let's go.
1: We just, you know, what I mean, we just try to do what we can. Hey, that's good enough. We just try to do what we can.
0: That's good because like I I think of it as like the equivalent of like stock. And like when I was in college, <laughs>
1: we were not worried about stock, bro. Like you we, see, so that's so that's something that me and my friends like to talk about like we look at it like like the stuff that we know now like like y'all probably didn't know like a lot about you know what we're trying to get onto now like with stocks and yep all this stuff and you know what i mean like creating wealth like
0: well your roommate he he had one more year to play he decided that he was going to start working he's a wealth advisor right
1: yeah financial advisor and he's he's really he's really into it too like and he he knows what he's doing and like He'd be he trying. To explain it. It. He'd be trying to explain it to me, and it, he gets too deep with me with it too. Like I'm like, all right, brother. Like. So
0: that's the weird thing. When I was in school, and it, and that's weird though, because in school I don't feel like we talked about money at all. How to make it? We didn't talk about you know uh how to invest those type of things. And really, it was hard for a lot of us to find interest in school. If you wanna, <laughs> if you wanna get a young guy interested in school. Tell him that what he's learning is going to make him a lot of money. And watch how quickly he dives into that. Because I I, I just realized it myself. You know, you just stumble on YouTube and you start doing some reading. Next thing You can, thing really, you know, le- you can really,
1: really learn a lot off of just, like, YouTube and stuff. Like, you get to go on there and, like, learn another skill. Like, learn how to trade and stuff yep. like that. Like, YouTube has a lot of hidden gems on there. You really got to just deep, like, dig in there and really just... Figure out like what you're looking for.
0: Well, I'm I'm an old man now, but like yeah. I thought so I didn't like reading. And, you just sit up and watch Baller's Life. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like I, I I thought I didn't like reading. Like my whole life, me too. Going through schools, like man, I hate reading. Reading ain't for me to. And now as a as a grown man, I realize it's not that I didn't like reading. I didn't
1: like what they were telling me
0: to read. Yeah, me too. Because once me it too. became about investing or making money, that all of a sudden I'm all in. I'm. Mm-hmm. I started.
1: I re, I really started getting into reading once I read the book called um um what is it? This is where he makes up a book title. That is nah. It's called um, Green
0: Eggs and Ham. I think it was it's called, by,
1: It was written by a doctor. Nah, chop Chopwood carry water. I, that was the first book. Chopwood carry water and it had a lot of it had a lot of good stuff in there. I, like that's what really got me. Did it have a lot of good pictures? No, it had no pictures. Oh, but I had seen that a lot of like. A lot of NFL dudes and like a lot of successful people you know they read that book so I was like you know let me go see what it's talking about and it was a really good book it really got me like interested like because before like I'll read a book and like you know I'll start dozing off reading like I got to the point with that book like I'm, I'm I want to read chapters a day on it like and like I'm really interested in like what what it is and like each chapter was had a lesson so it was a real good book if y'all haven't checked it out Chopwood carry water I think it's a really good book to you know read and get into and has a lot of good lessons so uh, then now I'm reading Fifty Cent's book, "Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter."
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say "Blood in the Sand." No. <laughs> <laughs> when Rashad was little, this is when I came home from college, and um, Rashad used to play this game. It's called Fifty Cent "Blood in the Sand," and like one, I one of the realest games ever. <laughs> I can't, yeah, one of the realest. Okay, I came home. And I would see him in his room, and he's playing this game. And I was like, what is this? He was like, "This 50 Cent, blood in the sand. Like He was like six <laughs> years old. And I was like, blood in the sand? So I was like, well, let, let me play. And I'm playing this game, and and I one day I got to be 50 Cent. Because what he did was he created a video game where he was like, unkillable like he was just I mean I was getting shot up by everybody he's just running through it he just made
1: himself just just, just Superman yeah, he, he was I thought he was superman at the time too I wanted to be just like 50 cent
0: but it's funny that you mentioned a book so the book that I read that like actually helped me and was actually like valuable to me it's an old book it's written by Dale Carnegie and it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And the book is so simple because it like tells you the simplest things. It's like hey Remember people's names. Hey, look at people in eye. the eye. But it's
1: everyday stuff that you don't yeah. think about doing. But if once you start doing it, it really changes your perspective well, on a lot of stuff. Well, it's everyday
0: stuff that you don't think people do intentionally. You think these people must have just been wow. You're just really thoughtful. I'm like no, well yes, I'm thoughtful and I'm intentionally trying to do these things because I want you. To enjoy being around me, I want you to feel good when you come around me. Like, so it's like someone who intentionally is trying to make a good experience for you. So, like one of the things in the book that he says is always repeat someone's name when it is the sweetest sound to their ears. They're born. To hear their name, to recognize their name through a crowd. If there's, a, you always hear, it, so you always want to say it back. So it's like, hi, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Rashad. Nice to meet you, Rashad. Hey, Rashad, do you think we can go? And it's just like, oh, you you naturally uh, are drawn more to that person mm-hmm. than the person just. Like, oh,
1: okay. It makes it more more comfortable, more like make ease ease into the com- uh, the conversation a little bit more. And the thing I used to do
0: before that was I would think so much about my name. I never heard theirs. I'd be like, hi, I'm Sean. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm Sean, I'm Sean, I'm Sean, I'm Sean, I'm Sean. <laughs> and they're just saying, and their lips are just moving. I'm like, well, that's great. You're somebody, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm Sean, and I'm remembering that, and now
1: I got that across to you. And see, I made that, I think I brought up that point one time in one of the previous podcasts talking about, like, just learning to listen. Like, if you just learn to listen and, like, really hear what people are saying. Like, something as simple as that. Like, like you said, like, you're the whole time you're thinking, I'm Sean, I'm Sean, but you're not you're not, you know, you're not hearing their name or, you know, simple stuff that they're saying. And next thing you know, you walk up from that conversation, you have nothing from it. Yep. Nothing yep. at all. And you and they probably could have dropped a gem on you right then and there, but you ain't getting nothing from it because the whole time, you know what I mean? You're, sure, you're, you're, your sure, Your mind I'm is sure. racing. Your mind is racing. I get caught up with that stuff t- sometimes too, but just, you know, my mind gets to racing and I'm, you know, I zone out. But then... You gotta snap snap back, <laughs> Just try to snap back quick and try to catch back oh, up. You
0: know what? So here's the first book that made me realize I really like investing and in stuff. Um uh it's the guy with the really big hands and he's always clapping. Talking about me? No, no, uh, <laughs> the the guy who's always doing like inspirational speeches and all the rich people like him. Uh, and he's always like clapping. Oh, Tony Robbins, that's his name. Tony Robbins, he wrote this book called Um Unshakable. And it teaches you how to invest over time. And it has like Warren Buffett and all these other people that have like excerpts in the book where they teach you how to use like index funds and how to invest long term. They're saying things like over a 10 year span, you'll notice that the market only moves, you know, based off of like 10 days. And if you miss those 10 days, you miss all the gains. So you might as well just always be in. Don't try to time the market to, oh, I'm going to be up and then I'm going to be down. or So like I just learned a bunch from books like that. And I learned what I was interested in. I had no clue what I was interested in. It. Yep. And people always ask you when you're younger, like, what do you want to be? I was like, bro, I have no clue.
1: You gotta just try stuff. Exactly. You just try you gotta try new things. Um, and that's kinda something I kinda learned too, like instead of just, you know, trying to stick to one thing and, you know what I mean, try to find a bunch of different passions or different interests and see what you like, try to learn a little bit about you. You never know what could be out there that may interest you or, you know what I mean, may be for you and you know what I mean. I think the the biggest thing is that we
0: always ask kids, what do you want to be? And I think that puts too much of an emphasis on jobs and, and, and you know, titles. And really, we should be asking them, who do you want to be? Yeah. Because that, that, that's an easier thing to decide. That's something they could work towards and the what will come after it. But we never ask kids, who do you want to be? Like, what type of person do you want to be? That's much easier and they could work on that. But you just know, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be. And and you and could be a, a terrible person and be a, a lawyer. You could
1: be a terrible person and be a doctor. That too. But there's also a lot of other things out there that you can be like, you know what I mean? And Yep. And, just, and, and they, they feel like they have to
0: pick one of those things because, oh, <clears> you keep asking what, what, what. I don't know what, but I know who. Mm-hmm.
1: Or maybe you can decide who. You have to explore. Yeah. You have to explore. Because I used to think, you know, I wanted to be this. I want to be that and but you know you know going growing up going to do di- different things and you know just seeing a lot of different stuff you know what i mean that 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 uh idea you know changes a lot and All right i'm going to tell one story real quick as far as like what you want to
0: be so oh, no. uh so i had this this career i wanted to be my whole life when i was little and um i ended up coming down here we moved here we started playing football and then I go to U of H playing football. And then they're like, hey, what do you want to major in? I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, uh, I guess political science. And they're like, okay. So I started doing that. And then I'm sitting in my chair at graduation. And I'm sitting next to one of my buddies. Uh, his last name was by me. And I'm just sitting there. And then um, <laughs> they announced the School of Architecture. And it hit me. Like that's what I wanted to be. <laughs> and it was too late. It was graduation. How at graduation I remembered what because when I was little, when I was little, <laughs> when I was little, mom and you dad decided
1: it's on graduation day. Like you finna go get your diploma. No, 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 you no. Get your I degree. decided
0: way long ago. So when, when that's mom, what I wanted to be. mom and dad used to go to sleep and I would be downstairs, and I was supposed to be going to sleep too, but I watch Nick at night. And the Brady Bunch Their dad was an architect Ain't And he no would have way. an office And he would sit there and draw And I remember I used to draw all the time Because I was like Oh I'm going to be an architect <laughs> too Ain't someday no Then at graduation man They announced the school of architecture And I was like That's it
1: <laughs> Ain't no way you just realized I'm did all you that, Did all that <laughs> like Dang, that's that's actually what I wanted to do. Have you ever
0: looked at the pictures of my graduation? You, Bryce, and Miles are all there and you know, I'm saying yeah. and my face looks kind of like dumbfounded. <laughs> it's because I'm still in shock of like, wow, I missed it.
1: <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Ain't no ain't no way you sit there get ready to get your degree and it's like, oh no, that's
0: what I wanted to do. I promise you. That was it. I promise you that's what happened. That but real quick, funny. let's get to the to the 5K. <laughs> we had the 5K in honor of Bryce.
1: And um, <laughs> a bunch of people showed up, man. Your head coach showed up. Coach Trailer came out, Coach Lepp came out, uh Coach Riddman came out.
0: And that's uh, love, man.
1: A lot of people came out. RJ Marquez, Greg Luca. Yep. Um, who else? Who else? Who 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 else? Who else? There's a lot of people. W O A I was. W-O-A-I, out there. W O A I Don Harris, April San, April and Sierra. Shout out to Sierra Auto Group. Yep.
0: And and they ran too.
1: And their daughter Hope. Hope oh, Hope killed yep. it. Hope, Hope killed it. Yep. Yep. Hope killed it. Man, it was a good time. It was it a was lot a, of fun. It was a good it was a good good turnout. Um, you know, good good first first year of doing it for sure and we raised a bunch of money to help fight adolescent
0: cancer we're going up to the hospital we're gonna we're gonna do our part man and it felt good because it felt like we 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 proved to ourselves that we can do it like we decided we're Got gonna do this hump. yeah we were to but i mean it's a big thing to take on a 5k i didn't it's realize it just,
1: it's a big it's a big thing just to start a foundation like that though yeah yeah,
0: and I think that day I felt like we really we crossed the threshold of like trying to be a
1: foundation and actually being one. And like, like Bryce said, we won. Yeah, we won we for won sure. Day. For sure, you know. And uh, you know, for those listening, today the day that we're recording this uh, is the one year anniversary of you know Bryce passing away. Yep. Um. So you know, how did how did you go? Uh, feel today like i know like uh, i'll get into how i feel a little bit but you you speak on how i woke
0: up this morning i felt really good but it was like just like weirdly good like oddly good i woke up yeah and then um and then like i kind of realized like oh it was today but that that 5k and like everyone being around like i was saying it as it was happening like we want to get in front of this and make sure it's a celebration it really did lift my spirits like i'm riding that high for a minute and i did have moments where i thought back on it today and i was just kind of like just thinking through it and coach call sent us a a, a deal over today that kind of resonated
1: with me Shout out to the call family i know that they they're big fans of the podcast i know they're they they listen in a lot so yeah and Brooklyn to it. came in second for the girls in a 5k that's my dog right there there we go that's my dog
0: yeah but like um I don't know it was, it was weird but I felt really I, I made my post today I cried doing it and then after that I just kind of felt good like all right like you know I got things to do I got I got I, got, I don't have much time to do it in and then I'm gonna be with Bryce soon enough and I know he's watching us and and, and wanting us to do as much as we can and And I just felt like I just got to do more. Today, it just felt like, man, you got to do more,
1: you know? Yeah, I kind of woke up this morning. I had, like, you know, had football stuff, meetings and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I woke up and went up in there. I just felt felt weird. It wasn't like a, I don't know. It was like, I just felt like it was just weird. Like, I was just like, uh, like, it's another day, but I know what today is. But, Mm -hmm. like, it was just weird. But what really got me is that once I got on the field, like, everything just went away. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, a lot of athletes will say, like, their sport is, like, their their getaway, like, but that's true. And I realized it today, because I'm on the field, like, man, I feel good. Like, I don't feel nothing. Like, like I'm not thinking about anything. like I'm just thinking about football. Like, you know what I mean? I'm out here with my with my boys. And I was like, man, like, this is real. Like, you know I mean? H- having, like, a getaway like that, like, it's good to have. And so that kind of carried me throughout the rest of the day. And then, um, you know, I was just tired. And so, so I woke up from my nap, and I was kind of, you know, like, Man, just like i was like in a weird space again i was like man i don't even know how to feel today like 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 uh, should i be sad should i be happy like and then you know and i went well you
0: already know bryce's answer to that What you should be most definitely you know and that's what i try to think of because i have the same thing you feel guilty if you're ever not completely you know crushed i
1: wouldn't say i wouldn't say that because i never feel like that that's really really what it is but like I don't know. It was just like a weird, it was just like weird. Cause you know what I mean? Like today, today was the day. Cause I remember last year. So <coughs> yeah, you put yourself where you were last year. Last, last year, last year this time, like I had woke up that morning and I felt weird that morning, but I just woke up like, man, something is wrong. Like I, I didn't know what it was. I could just feel it. Like I woke up right out of my sleep and I was just like looking for my phone. Like, man, something is wrong. So I texted mom. I was like, I was like, what's going on? Like, everything good? And she's like, y'all need to get up here immediately. And that's kind of, you know, I was, we all got up there, and you know, you know every, you know everything yeah. happened. He passed away, but um, you know, it kind of, it's kind of like a three sixty. Honestly, like, like I, I didn't feel bad today, but you know, it's just good knowing that he's in a better place now. You know, he's definitely watching over all of us, and um, you know, you know he's still, he's still with us at the end of the day. So, uh, I think honestly, I think today went better than expected for sure. Um, but yeah.
0: I agree, man. I do.
1: And if if you're
0: listening to this and uh and and you have it or or if you're feeling uh you know like like you want to do more, we're Bright Strong Foundation. We are active. We are we are growing, and we're doing everything we can. Uh, you can always go to our Facebook and donate. Uh, you can always give us some time. If we're doing an event, and you want to volunteer to come help out. You could do that too. It's not all about money. You can just give us some time. Your football coaches came out, gave us a bunch of time. They were out there running tables out, Mm -hmm. setting that thing up. A lot of people showed up, and, you know, it looked good. But at 5 in the morning when we showed up, it was just Judson High School. It wasn't a (laughs) 5K. And we had to get to work and turn it into one. But um, uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, Thank you to UTSA coaching staff. Thank you to everyone who sponsored the event. Uh, Thank you to uh, April and Sierra. Thank you to uh, the, the news who came out and covered it. Three different news channels.
1: Um, you know, it's a it's a big deal for Just us. Thank you to everybody. You know, it, it takes a village.
0: Yep, everyone who came out and ran too. Everybody was in really good spirits. It was a fun time. Uh, no one's complaining. Everybody's laughing and having a mm-hmm. good time. So, thank you all very much. But I think uh, I think that's a good
1: stopping point for episode three. Most definitely. Next episode, we're gonna have on a special guest. Excited to bring bring on one of my one of my really good friends on. Um I'm not going to spoil it yet. I'm going to let him introduce himself next uh next episode but stay tuned. I appreciate everybody listening in.
0: Uh, um.